Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. In Israel, there was a law in those days. You rape, you must either marry her, and then there will also be a punishment. When Absalom saw that David didn't do anything, this is the problem. He decided to take the law into his own hands. He was wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. So, now I want to read verse 28. Everybody read verse 28 with me. This tells you this man's character. And it came to pass after two half years. Everybody scream it. Not half. You didn't read your Bible. I deliberately said the half. And it came to pass after two full years. For somebody to put a grudge in his heart for Two, not six months. It shows the kind of heart that boy had. This one was not reading his Bible. This one was not praying. This one was not obeying Deuteronomy 17. The devil has sat in his heart. Two full years. The Bible is very, very, very specific. The Holy Spirit had this thing recorded in detail. Two full years. I want to ask you. I'm not going to say hello Absalom because I don't expect anybody to wave to me. (laughs) In all, honey, in all your years as a Christian, have you ever met anybody who's called Absalom? In all my years, I've been a Christian for 42 years. I have never met anybody, Jew or Gentile, Because I have some Jewish friends too. I have never met an Absalom. Who will name his son Absalom? Horrible fellow. He didn't have the heart of his father. What Ammon did was horrible. I do not excuse it. But two wrongs never make a right. Let me tell you what Absalom should have done. Because you see, this is teaching us. When, if somebody does something that really hurts you, God forbid, like this, God forbid that this kind of thing will happen. But if such a thing ever did happen, you should, you should have gone back to his daddy. You should have gone back to David. See, daddy, this boy, see what he did. According to the law of Moses, he must marry her. That's the law. in the Levitical law. He must marry her. Or he has to be dealt with according to the law. He would have tied David's hands. Instead of trying to take the law into his hand, he could have gone to Nathan and some of the other senior people and said, look, oh, this is what happened with, with David, with, with Ammon and, and Tamar. It has to be dealt with. They would have forced David's hand. And that's one of the things. David was not ready to, to do what was right. Being angry is not enough. 
Why didn't you do something? So Ammon, Absalom has his plan. So after two full years, everybody say after two full years, Absalom had sheep sharers in Balhazor, which is beyond Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the kings. So you would think he has forgotten. He celebrated his time of harvest. So they will take all the sheep, then they will share them, you know, to take the wool, you know, and all of that. They did that every year. Oh, everybody come to my house. All my brothers, everybody, let's eat, let's drink. Nobody suspected anything. (laughs) Absalom. (laughs) I beseech thee, and his servants to go with thy servant. And the king, David said to Absalom, Nay, my son, let us all not go with you. Let's be chargeable unto you now. You're going to have to pay for all the expenses and everything. But he pressed him. Howbeit he would not go, but blessed him. Then said uh, he went to invite David. David said, no, no, it would be too expensive for me to come all the way there. You know, I have to come with all my court and so many people. You have to spend so much money and all of that. You know, so uh, Absalom, he knows where he's going. <laughs> His boy. So he said, Absalom, if not, I pray thee, let my brother Ammon go with us. That should have raised a red flag. But David had lost his spiritual sensitivity. Because the issue of Ammon and Tamar had not yet been resolved. Tamar had been disvirgined by her brother. Everybody in Israel knew it. Who is going to marry her? David didn't do anything. This is one of David's biggest weaknesses. He didn't do anything. You know, even if you're not even sure what you're going to call Nathan. Call Aithophel. He had strong guys around him. Look, this, what are we going to do? We can't, we can't just let, leave this matter to fester. And that is why the Bible says, I'm going to give you scripture now. It's in Ecclesiastes. It says that when the sentence against an evil work is not speedily executed, the hearts of men are fully set. Everybody say fully set. You didn't get it. Everybody say fully set. Everybody say set. Then say fully set. Say set. Then say fully set. That's where I got all the scriptures from many years ago and put into our prayers. Now I set my will. Then once in a week there's a scripture that says, I fully set. When you don't deal with evil, when you do not discipline, that's why in this church, to the glory of God, you know, if there's sexual immorality, you know, and I, it becomes a public thing, you know, and they don't, if you come and tell me privately, and we can deal with it, we discipline you, you know, privately and all that. But if you do mess and I hear it and it's become, you know, commonly reported, I have to deal with it publicly. Why? Because if you don't, a little level levels the whole lump. Well, because of sentence, thank you, Bimbo, 811. Again, and he is not fully. David didn't do anything. He didn't even. He wasn't even slow. He didn't even execute anything. Therefore, the hearts of men is fully set in them to do evil. You know what? Amon was still going around drinking. He was still walking around the kingdom. So much so, his brother Ammon could call him for a feast. 
Naaman should have been under some type of punishment. Amen? Of course not. He can't come to any feast. Is he not the one who misbehaved the other day? Immediately that, that red flag should have come off David. Amen? One can't come for a feast. He does not deserve to come and, you know. Yes! And he would have saved himself so much trouble. But David had a problem with his children. The person that cannot say, what doest thou? No rebu- not even rebuke. You know, there are a lot of people like that today. Can't talk to your children. You can't rebuke your children. You can't discipline your children. Remember when Itunu was young? She was about 11 or 12. You know, she said something to Mrs. I, you know. <laughs> My wife heard. She wasn't rude. She just said, Why are you talking to me? You know, because I'm daughter of proprietress. <laughs> so my wife called me. I came to the school. We put it inside the principal's office. We locked the door. Yeah, your, your own office. We locked the door. So Mrs. Aino cannot come and beg. I took Atori. I don't even know what is Atori. It's a long stick. We beat her. She cried. He said, never again will you be rude to any staff because we own the school. Is that understood? I was beating her. My wife said, eh, no more day, dada. <laughs> True story. Yeah, no more day that uh, yeah, I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> it's no change. Pride is something that grows naturally in the human heart, especially if your parents own the school and all that kind. You start thinking that nobody can talk to you. Nobody can do anything to you. Sentence against and if it is not speedily executed, the heart becomes fully set. Am I talking to anybody here? David didn't do anything. So Ammon's plan works. To cut a long story short, because of time. Oh my God, this stuff is so good. I got to start closing. Absalom invites Ammon. Ammon's guard is totally down. He thinks Absalom has forgotten. It's two years. The king hasn't done anything. There's something else. There's another scripture here that I want to highlight. Ah. Verse 22, I jumped it. This is another a characteristic of Absalom which you must not allow to develop in your heart. Holding grudge but not showing it. And Absalom spake unto his brother Ammon, neither good nor bad. For Absalom hated Ammon because he had forced his sister Ammon. He didn't fight with him. He didn't. Ah, Ammon, good morning. Is the worst kind of malice. 
And his heart was on an, on an evolution. As a young boy, I can imagine Absalom being a beautiful baby. Lovely boy. You know, then as he grew, some of these terrible characteristics, you know, and his father not correcting them, not instructing them, he didn't use the word of God to begin to correct those things. When this incident with Tamar and Ammon happened, it took the heart of Absalom on a quantum leap to another level. He had two, Satan had two full years to work on Absalom's heart. So he became rooted and grounded, not in love, in malice. He didn't say a word to his brother. So his brother had no idea. His brother knew he was angry, but he just said, mm, it's one of those things, it's gone. You know, after all, it's gone, it's gone. You know. And I'm sure, you know, as long as it's two full years, I just got another text from heaven. Do you know that they did ship sharing every year? So the first year they did ship sharing. Nothing. The second year, it does ship because the ship sharing was seasonal. All this time, Absalom is in the palace. He's still, you know, of course, each of them, because their daddy was very rich. So each person had his own house. You know, they would come to the palace. They will, they will see each other in social events. Absalom didn't say a word to him. Same thing to me. And Absalom, too, they just, you know, kept quiet. Daddy has not said anything. No, but nothing has. So all the time, Satan was walking in the heart. The heart had become like stone. To cut a long story short, they ate, the, all, not only Absalom, but all the king's sons. They ate and all of that. So after the meal, Absalom calls some of his servants. This is another message. Another message. What kind of servant will obey this kind of command? He calls all the servants, they got this, their daddy who gave them. You know, they're all sons of the king. You know, they're through the palace. You know. Calls the servant and says, now, take note. After they finish eating, you kill Absalom. Ammon, rather. Don't touch any of the other boys. So, (laughs) hey, drama. So, they kill, they kill Ammon. Then, everybody, all the other boys, they ever just scattered. So, everybody was crying and weeping. So, the news came to the palace. Ah, David, you are sitting here. Hey, all your boys, they are finished. So, one other person came and said, no, 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 no. It's not all the boys. It's only, it's only Ammon, you know. John, John Abad. Horrible boy. He came and said, ah, no, King, don't worry, don't worry. No, it's not, it's, uh, you know. And when they came back, all the, all the children were fine, except for Ammon. I'm going to have to close here. I'll break it up next week. So, you know what happens? This is the next verse. Oh, Jesus, help me. Ammon, Absalom had committed murder. There was a law in Israel. He should be executed. King's son or no king's son. That's the law. In fact, do you know, honey, 
Deuteronomy chapter 21 says that if you have a son that is drunken, rebellious, how many people have read their Bible to that place? Those are the scripture people don't know. Nobody wants to read those kind of scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 21. He didn't say he killed somebody. He said he is drunk. Give me, give me. Deuteronomy 21, 21, I think it is. Somewhere quickly, find a scripture for me. You know? Yes. This is your own son. And shall say unto the elders of the city, This our son. I didn't hear you. Bible is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. Look at his sins. Adultery is not there. Murder is not there. He is a glutton. Wobia. That's, you know, the Yoruba. I remember when I were children, my grandmother on my maternal side, you know, when you go and eat, if you go and take the meat first, she will beat you. Wobia! No, you must learn self control. Thank God. Give the Lord a clap offering. Yeah. Thank God. They don't, they don't teach them those things anymore. Well, you know, when you when, when we're children, when you go out with your parents, you look at your parents first before you take. How many people remember that? You go out, you know, they say, Ah, I'm a day. You look at your parents. <laughs> All you have to see is a particular expression. You know that the answer you tell them is no. <laughs> oh, so yes, bye. When you get home, you will know that there is a God in heaven. All that is not in Nigeria again. Today, people indulge their children. You see children misbehaving, you know, and every day, child abuse, no, no, that's not child abuse, it's child discipline. That's why we are having the, 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 the people in the, in, the, in, the, in the politicians that are taking money. Because they have not learned discipline and self-control. This is true scripture. This is Bible I'm teaching you. Not the one for itching ears. He's a glutton and a drunkard. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't come in fornication, no. He did not kill anybody. But once he's on this line, he's on the way there. So God says, kill him. Verse 21. Lao <laughs> looked at me. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shall thou put evil from among you. And all Israel shall hear and fear. Is God a bad God? Is he not still love? Why would he say she do this? Because if you don't nip evil in the bud, it will grow. And when one child hears 
that another child was stoned because he was drunk and he was rebellious, he will not be rebellious. Ah! Hey, rebellious. I'm about to shock you. God is still doing the same things today. But instead of doing it in the physical, it's done in the spirit. It's not, it's not, it's not physical stone anymore. But you know, you're stubborn, you're rebellious. Do you know what you're doing when you're praying in spirit? God's still dealing, he still deals with those things. That's why a lot of people don't like scripture pasture. Don't like to stay here. Because in this house, you're not going to survive for very long if you are stubborn and rebellious. And you're glutton and you're a drunkard. If you can't say amen, say oh me. Look at how they are looking at me. <laughs> eh? Mommy, I'm don't worry, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Mommy is like relaxing, relaxing. Amen. No, she's not saying that. Just saying, you know, time. Let me tell you something. You see, these things were written for admonition. To whom the end? God is not a bad God. This boy may go to heaven, this one that they stoned. But it's better for them to finish him and go to heaven than for him to go like that and then become like Absalom. Absalom went straight to hell. There are not many characters I can say that about, but I know that about Absalom. To call a long story, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue next week. To call a long story short, he kills his brother. Look at verse, verse 34. But Absalom fled. I didn't hear you. And the young man that kept watch lifted up his eyes and looked. And of course, you know, the, the, the other boys. So he goes to his mommy's aha, uh, country. Because he sees his mom is not Israelite. So, and Absalom fled and went to Tamalai, the king of Amihud, the king of Gershaw. And David mourned for his son every day. Hmm. So Absalom fed and went to Gershaw and was there for three years. And the soul of King David longed to go forth unto Absalom. For he was comforted concerning Ammon, seeing he was dead. Stand to your feet. David's terrible failure. Is it Absalom you should be worrying about? Who killed his brother? We're going to see this next week. He should have killed Absalom. I'm saying David should have killed Absalom. That's the correct thing to have done. I mean, he wouldn't do it himself. But he would have ordered the execution. The whole Israel would have feared David. No double. He would have feared David and they would have reverenced And would have saved a lot of lives later on. Talk to God. Don't be like Absalom. You are a son of David. Because you are in Jesus Christ. Just like Absalom. Just like Ammon. Just like Solomon. But will you be a part of the spiritual dynasty? Is another question. You are already a son of David. Through Jesus Christ. But will you be 
of the spiritual dynasty. It depends on what you do with Deuteronomy 17. If you will do Deuteronomy 17 and keep your heart all diligence, pray, walk in the spirit, you'll be a part of the spiritual dynasty. If you don't, you won't. Even though you're a son of David. The sons of David, it wasn't automatic. Now the, that, was the, that was the evil of this system. That, you know, one of the sons of the king has to be the next king. And, you know, all the... And the same thing happening today. Branches and branches and branches. The place is full of Absaloms and Adonijahs. Full! I see them all the time. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.